Hey everyone, Andrew here, and welcome to Beyond the Bike Podcast, episode 11. And uh, super pumped to be here, be with you guys. Uh, my regular routine, Sunday night, it is 8.20 p.m. Eastern, and uh, yeah, here we go. I got uh, down in my little mine cave, let's try it again, <laughs> man cave. I have uh, the US Open on, uh, watching that at the same time I'm recording the podcast, so bear with me. We are in the fifth set, it's tied 1-1 between Nadal and Medvedev, and uh, what a match. So, uh, random thought here, I actually, or you know, just uh, something about your best day, Andrew here, I actually grew up. Uh, tennis uh, and baseball were my favorite summer sports and so uh, I was a big hockey dude like hockey was my main thing but uh, in the summer I spent most of my time at the tennis courts pretty much every day and uh, played baseball too so uh, yeah so watching that so there might be some random um, check-ins uh, on the game but uh, you know what let's get focused Drew and uh, yeah let's have a great episode so again the same structure as usual I like to start off by just setting the stage for maybe uh, new listeners so basically what I, what I do every episode is I talk a bit about the week that was so just around you know some things that I experienced during the week and uh, then I get into uh, some of the you know big ideas around the week ahead and right now we are uh, what a wonderful group of people uh, looking at atomic hot oh my goodness gracious I don't know why I like I when I say atomic habits hobbit I don't know what I'm doing so it's atomic habits by uh, James Clear and uh, the response has been awesome um, you know, just uh, every day there seems to be more and more people kind of joining in. And, um, you know, you kind of see the, the power of social media and uh, the, the, the positive uh, influence of, you know, our Peloton community and, uh, you know, people sharing uh, that they've bought the book, they're sharing their excitement about it, uh, in some cases... Uh, they're learning, you know, and what, you know, some of the big aha moments that they're experiencing. Um, so, you know what, uh, again, all of that energizes me to, uh, to do what I do. And hopefully, uh, you know, even if there's just one thing you take away from the podcast that helps you with the week ahead, then you know what, the goal is achieved. So, um, We'll get that. In, we'll get to that in segment number three. Um, so, starting off with uh, just the week that was, um, the big piece for me, I have to be honest, um, it's just the the growth. You know, uh, it, again, like it's crazy. I don't know if it's my forties or whatnot, but um, I've just become really good at the long game you know, and, and looking at things more on the long term and, you know, saying to myself that, you know, part of training is, you know, you think of, yeah, getting on the bike, 
is one thing um, and doing your thing on the Peloton bike. Uh, in some cases, some of you are runners and some of you are doing resistance training and, and whatnot. That's just one piece of it, you know? And then you think of that recovery piece, um, you know, being another important part. And, um, you know, battling injury, you know, I, I stink at that. I have to be honest with you. That's been probably my biggest derail uh, in the past is I have this a mindset of, you know what, go, go, go. Um, you know, don't quit. Follow the plan. I talked a bit about that last podcast. And one of the things I'm learning now that I wish I had learned in my 20s and 30s is, well, part of the plan, Andrew, is... <laughs> sometimes you get injured, you know, and sometimes when you're injured, you got to let things heal. And that's actually part of your training. And so, again, uh, the biggest success that I experienced uh, this week was being able to kind of show restraint. And um, last podcast, I talked about, okay, so... I'm going to fulfill these five days. And if things aren't better, then I'm going to take some time off like this week coming up. And it was actually during Monday's ride and things were just not right. Now, keep in mind, I'm not talking anything major here. You know, I'm just talking. I pull the muscle and I'm on the bike. I can't go 100%. And Monday I was on the ride and then just something dawned on me and I said, and you got, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing? Why don't you just take a couple of days off? And that's huge for me because again, my mindset's always go, go, go. You know what? Suck it up. And you know what? It was crazy because I actually enjoyed so I ended up convincing myself that I was going to take the next two days off. So the deal was, I'm not going to talk like a specific, like long-term amount of days, but I'm going to give myself two days off. And after two days, we'll see where things are at. And, uh, you know, again, I uh, didn't change anything in the morning routine. I uh, woke up 5 a.m., um, you know, made the coffee, ironed my clothes uh, for work, hopped on Instagram, you know, kind of connected with a few people. And I just, you know, I didn't spin. And you know what? The body started to heal. And uh, I turned a corner. Last week, and actually, the part that kind of made me kind of go, okay, Andrew, this is enough, is for me, there's two types of pains. There's muscular pain, you know, there's pain in the muscle, fatigue in the muscle, that stuff I can deal with, I can dial it back. But my showstopper is structural pain. And I was starting to feel kinks. On that Monday ride, there was a bit of a kink in the, in the knee joint as a result of my quadricep not doing what it's supposed to. And that was my showstopper. That was like, okay, Andrew, no, you've been down this road. So you know what you need to do. You can continue, 
and risk, you know, possible injury, or you can just kind of pause, show restraint, take a couple of days off and see where things are at. And by Thursday, all the structural stuff was gone. And uh, today being Sunday, um, another part of it was I felt like I needed to get a good massage to work out the kinks you know, to work out and break up some of that scar tissue. So I had a massage today and I have to say, well, I shouldn't call it a massage. I should call it the house of pain because I, I scheduled 30 minutes. It was focused on that thigh muscle and uh, holy smokes. Um, you know what? It was, it was painful, but it was good. Um, and it's Sunday night and already the leg is feeling much better than this morning and I had a good spin this morning too so all in all a great week last week and I'm continuing this week uh, things aren't a hundred percent but my new mindset is helping because you know I've kind of worked myself out of this idea of you know being high up on the leaderboard and again ego driven totally ego driven um, and my new focus is really just kind of enjoying the structure of the rides uh, set by the instructors on Peloton and um, one of the things I've decided to do is you know what like in some cases you know the the parameters that they're setting are a bit low for me so what I'm just doing right now is I just go 10 plus you know, so in a warm up, if it's 20 to 30, you know, I'll maybe go 10 up. When they talk about up in the resistance and they're talking about 45 or 50, I'll put it at 60. Um, for me to be comfortably out of the saddle, I have to be above 70. Um, so, you know, when it's out of the saddle work, I just put it, I set it at like 72, 73. So again, those are all like, again, numbers for me, but those are numbers that are just, I'm getting a good workout and I'm not, I'm done the ride and there's no kinks or extra pain. It's just good sweat and a good spin. So again, this week ahead, I'm just focused on that. I'm going to do four morning rides and on Tuesday, I'm going to do a fun hit ride with Alex um, at 8.30 Eastern. So looking forward to that. And happy to report that we have our first guest, uh, Nana Hammond reached out and she said Andrew I'm your first guest I could be your first guest and so uh, kind of working out uh, the details on that and excited about it I'm not sure when that's going to happen um, but uh, you know Nana Hammy is going to be uh, the first guest and I'm excited got to work out a few details on uh, the anchor app that I use to um, kind of like as the main infrastructure for the podcast and so it seems pretty simple so uh, Nana Hammy if you're listening uh, we're going to be doing that soon and uh, super excited about that and so now kind of diving into uh, the week uh, not the week ahead sorry um, diving into uh, our book and uh, you know again incredible uh, you know, chapter one and kind of summarize that last uh, podcast and then diving into chapter two. 
I don't know about you, but, you know, again, just for me, I guess here's the thing. The way I operate is anytime I don't know something, anytime I'm frustrated by something, anytime, you know, there's a challenge in front of me, the first thing I do is I try to find people who are experts in the field. It's the first thing I do. Because why, why should I be trying to, as we say in education often, don't reinvent the wheel? So what I do is I try to find people who, who have the knowledge, and then, and I've talked about this in other podcasts, I just remix it. And so I find in chapter two for me, it was a huge, it was a huge eye opener. And a lot of what I read kind of affirms why your best day still exists. Because a lot of what was described, a lot, what, a lot of what James Clear describes is, speaks a lot to this journey that I've been on since January last year. And it's, again, chapter two, how your habits shape your identity. And so again, in chapter two, we look at changing our habits is challenging for two reasons. We often try to change the wrong thing. And I've been there and I've done it. And in some cases, we try to change our habits in the wrong way. Again, been there and done it. And so what I found, what, what kind of like really shed light was um, the three layers of behavior change, you know, and there being three layers, you know, a change in your outcomes, a change in our processes. And then finally, which I think is what I've done for, well, I don't think, I know I've done for your best day, is it a change in identity and that reason why um, the journey continues. And I'll explain that a bit later. So again, um, you know, looking at myself, and that's part of what this podcast is, is, is just me reflecting on my own journey and hopefully it's speaking to, to you guys is that idea of outcomes, that first layer. And I would say 90% of the time when I've tried to make, make changes in my life, it was always outcome-based. You know, it was always searching for a specific result. You know, um, achieving a certain weight. In my coaching career, you know, coaching teams, to win championships. So again, that outcome piece. And what I've found over the past 20 years is that when you're not able to achieve the outcome, then sometimes you get discouraged and you quit. And the crazy thing, and I've talked about this before, sometimes you achieve the outcome and then there's like this like, momentarily like you're for a moment you're super happy about it and then it's like you're like you know a bit afterwards and you're thinking wow i really thought that this was going to be way better than what it ended up becoming and then um you think of that second layer the processes 
you know, habits and new routine, establishing new routines. You know, for me, it was establishing uh, a process for my PR pushes. You know, um, establishing processes for your best day. But you'll see later that wasn't good enough because I encountered challenges around that. And the only thing I feel that's allowed for this to continue, and now, now that I understand this, like this three layers of behavior change, well, I'm not messing around. And James Clear talks about all three are equally important. I agree with that. You know, you got to have goals. There's got to be a process. But at the end of the day, it starts with the identity. Who do I want to become? Who do I want to be? Whether it's in my professional life, whether it's in my personal life, and whether it's on this health and fitness journey. But it's got to start with that identity piece. And again, I come back to why so many people have, or so many people, including myself, have started something and abandoned it because our identity is deeply entrenched, man. There's many years of affirmation on who we are. So when I'm trying to change, it's so easy for the, I, my current identity to come in and do a little bit of self-talk and go, oh, <laughs> Andrew, you're cute. Oh, you're trying to wake up in the morning and do this like little bike thing? Oh, no, but you always quit, you know? So again, coming back to it, like outcomes are about what you get. Processes are about what you do. And identity is about what you believe. And again, as James mentions, well, here I am <laughs> referring to James as if I know the dude. Uh, you know, James Clear <laughs> talks about the, the key is that identity piece. So again, uh, when we look at, you know, things like with outcome-based habits, the focus is on what you want to achieve. With identity-based habits, the focus is on who you wish to become. And you know what? It's, it, when you think about it, and there's a few Palo Pals that have kind of commented to that and mentioned that to me. Wow, you know, Drew, this is so easy. It seems so easy. The idea in chapter one, or the concepts in chapter one, are really easy. This idea of, okay, so, you know, this whole identity thing, two-step process, decide the type of person you want to be, and then prove it to yourself with small wins. You know? And again, it's super simple, but the, the important piece I find is that second part. Prove it to yourself with small wins. The, 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 the things you do daily that make it, that affirm the type of person uh, you want to become. And again, just sharing authentically. 
You know, I, I think of my journey with uh, your best day and, you know, and how it's gone uh, since January. And I'll share a few things. I'm going to be honest. You know, it is what it is. This only works if your best day is honest. You know, when I started your best day, the whole idea was my goal when I was, you know, decide I'd never been on Instagram before. You know, I was kind of like a Facebook, Twitter dude, mostly Twitter. And uh, I decided that I wanted to kind of up my game. I wanted to level up. So I'm, you know, doing this whole your best day thing. And the whole idea came, what came to me was inspire people to live their best day. Andrew, you know what? Don't make it about you. Make it about others. And I remember when I started, and it's kind of embarrassing. Well, not embarrassing, but it's, this is the truth. I remember setting a goal about, okay, you know, I'm going to do this whole Instagram thing. And um, you know what? I'm going to, I hope people will follow me, you know? Um, and... Andrew, if you can have a hundred followers by the end of 2019, this has been a success. Oh, sorry, maybe that was too loud. Outcome-based. So what do you think happened? When I first started, like, who is your best day? You know, who is this crazy dude from Canada? And, I got, and you get down on yourself. And then, what did I do? I had to remind myself, go back to your Instagram feed, go back to it, check out that first statement, inspire people to live their best day. It's not about the amount of followers, Andrew. It's about you doing your thing to inspire people to live their best day. And then, okay, so that's great. And then, you know, you're posting stuff. And then you're looking at the likes and you're like, Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought that post was good, but crickets. And then there were posts that it was funny because you'd post stuff and then it'd be like, you know, random stuff and it's, you're putting it together quick and then it'd be like, that one would go off the charts. But the point is, is that you'd post, you'd look at likes, and then in some cases you'd put a lot of work into something and you're thinking, you know, again, ego, ego, ego. The ego will always get you. And then you'd get down. And then there'd be that self-talk, ah, oh, why are you doing this? You know, you're a goofball. And then I'd have to go back to the reminder, Andrew, why are you doing this? To inspire people to live their best day. That's why you're doing this. If you're being honest and you're being authentic, that's why you're doing it. Don't focus on the likes. Do your thing. And then kind of faced it or it resurfaced again. And I'm just being really truthful here. And I hope this helps people out there with the comments piece. And at first, like, there'd be like, you know, three or four comments on posts. And I'd be like, wow, someone's commented. This is awesome. And then they're starting to have a lot of comments. And then you feel the pressure to respond to people. And, and, you know, for me, and don't get me wrong, and, and I, I really want to be super, like, this is not being judged. I'm not judging 
anyone, you know, everyone on Instagram. And I think that that's the important piece is we all have our journey. We all have our why. We all have our identity and what we're trying to achieve on Instagram. And the comments are an important part of that for, for some of our whys. But for me, again, I started to feel overwhelmed by it. You know, I started to feel the pressure of responding to people. And then I started to feel like it was about me. And I've spoken about this in other podcasts. So I said to myself, reminder, inspire people to live their best day. It's not about you. Shut off the comments. And I remember like doing it and kind of going, wow, like I hope people don't perceive it in a negative way. But I still had to be courageous and do it because I had to do it for me. And I had to do it to stick to that identity piece. And then again, these are just examples, random examples. Injury. Okay, how I deal with injury. Well, you need a healthy body to be able to do this your best day thing. So you're going to have to change. You can't do what you did before. And so inspiring people to live their best day, part of that is me taking care of myself. Part of that is modeling that when you get injured, it's part of the training. Dealing with injury is part of the training. PR pushes all ego. You know, for me, it's ego. I mean, let's not kid ourselves. But this is me, okay? Early, it was achieving goals and, and, and getting to new heights. But then it started to become, oh, I just want to be, you know, I want to go to this level on the leaderboard and then go to this level on the leaderboard. Because I'm going to, if I can get into the top 10, well, I'm gonna, that's going to be like awesome for me, you know? And so now... I have abandoned that because I said, Andrew, yeah, it's wonderful. Kill yourself to climb the leaderboard, but you're going to be 44 years old in a week from now. And if you get injured, it's over. You know, or it's, it's over for a period of time. So learn to embrace and enjoy the classes. You know, um, that idea of building other people and being accountable to myself. Those are the two pillars of your best day. Two pillars. Build up other people and be accountable to myself. So along the lines of like this chapter two, the challenge, and I'm putting it out there. I don't, you know, maybe in some cases it might not speak to you, but what's really helped me with this you know, this being able to sustain this for as long as I've been able to do it. And actually now I think the tidal wave is hit. It's never going to stop because I have so many artifacts. I have so many examples of being your best day that it's now like, even when I'm having setbacks and I'm feeling a certain way, I'm always able to go back to that statement, that top statement I have on my Instagram feed. So one of the challenges I have for the listeners this week is to go look at 
you know, go look at your Instagram feed and look at what, what's your top reason for being on Instagram? Like, what's your main, main reason for being on Instagram? And think about, look at that statement. And if you think that you could create a statement that matches your identity, it matches what you want to become. I know for me, it's been like instrumental. If I, I actually now look back on this, I think if I hadn't put... If I hadn't put that statement, I don't know if I'd still be here today. Because if you look at the examples I've talked about, uh, on top, like just talked about, <laughs> often I've had to go back to it. You know, in, in moments of struggle, in moments of challenge, in moments when my ego wasn't getting what it wanted, I had to go back to it. So my challenge for all of you, and it'd be awesome to hear from you, it, again, just through the DM, if this week you reflect on your identity, you go up and you post it in your Instagram feed and you kind of do something similar to what I did, I'd love to hear if anyone out there uh, does it. So the key is ask yourself, who is the type of person that, that could get the outcome that I want? And one of the things I thought about too was this fishbowl activity. And I thought about it like when I was listening to, um, when I was listening to chapter two, um, what popped into my head was the whole concept of the big theme for me was you have your identity and then you need evidence. So one of the things that I thought about was I just kind of what popped in my head is if I have a bowl somewhere in my house, and then, so it's, a, it's kind of like a fish bowl. It could be any kind of bowl, actually. And then I use something symbolic. Could be marbles, could be going and getting a few decks of cards. And write down your identity. What is it that I want to become? Who is your best day? Who is Andrew? And every time there's a behavior that you do that goes to affirm your identity, drop a card in the bowl. And again, I look at the past eight months, my identity has shifted in this realm as a result of putting cards in the bowl every day, starting first thing in the morning. And then the energy of that success, that win in the morning, carries me through the rest of the rest of the day. It carried me at work. I became a better vice principal. I became better with people. I became better with my family. I became better with my friends. And those were all cards in the fishbowl. Now, don't get me wrong. I have my setbacks. There are my moments where I doubt myself. But now that I have so many cards in, the, in my virtual fishbowl, I don't know why I'm calling it a fishbowl. <laughs> it could just be a bowl. You know, I have so many cards in there that like now when I have a setback, it doesn't phase me. So I put that challenge out there. 
uh, for all of you guys to think about if you're struggling with change, if you're struggling with you know, emerging and creating this new identity, maybe you just need something visual that when you have that doubt, that you know, after week one, you're seeing the cards in there. You know, and put it in somewhere in the house that you go often so that you see it often. And do that, you know, that placing the cards in the bowl and celebrating each card that goes in there, each marble that goes in there is a win. And it's contributing to shaping this new identity, you know, this new area of your life where you want to improve in. And so, okay. I'm going to finish off with this, um, you know, I created like I was reflecting as I was, you know, doing the podcast and, and I thought about, okay, so how could I give the listeners examples of these virtual cards? So I'm going to go through this, bear with me, okay, bear with me, um, and I'm just going to go through it. Each time. I support people on Instagram, you know, through a positive comment, a like, through the DM, I'm your best day. Each time I comment on someone else's post where I don't expect anything in return, I'm your best day. Each time I um, record a podcast, I'm your best day. Each time I post a story about the good, the bad, and the ugly, I'm your best day. Each time I wake up in the morning and show people that good old Cheeto finger 30s, you know, my 30s when the kids were young and I was just trying to survive, you know, as a father, you know, who tried many, many times to get back into shape and, and didn't work out, you know, but this time I decided to make it about others. It wasn't about me, you know, it was going to be an, an exercise on social media about other people. I'm your best day. Each time my ego shows up and I'm disappointed about the amount of likes, the amount of followers I have why I'm doing what I'm doing. I read the first line in my IG handle and I recommit to your best day. Each time at a, I'm at home, I'm at work, and it's difficult, it's challenging. I think back to this journey. All the ups, the downs, the injuries, the days I didn't feel like it. And um, I use humility and kindness in my response to others. I'm your best day. And I also want to say that I'm your best day. I'll continue to eat ice cream, <laughs> pizza on Fridays. I can't tell you how excited I get on, this is the crazy part, on Friday mornings when I'm waking up and even sometimes Thursday night I start to think about my pizza on Friday. I binge out. I love pizza. And so Fridays, I go to town on, on pizza. You know, throughout the week, if I need a, a little beer or whatever, sometimes it's going out for wings with my buddies. 
You know what? Life's about balance. You gotta enjoy life. It can't be so strict, you know? And so every time I'm just living a balanced, healthy life, I'm your best day. And so um, I want this for all of you, you know? Uh, I'm not perfect. I'm not gonna pretend to be perfect. I uh, have good days, I have, you know, mediocre days, and there's some days that I put in the bad category. Um, but what I want for all of you and what I want for myself is to, con to continue envisioning um, myself becoming the best version of myself and just adding cards to the bowl, adding marbles to the bowl as many times as I can and showing the evidence that supports the identity of your best day, living your best day and being at your best. So um, with that being said, I just God bless all of you. I hope you have an awesome week. And um, one of the things I wanted to do before I wrapped up is a bit of a, uh, a thing that you can do. Uh, <laughs> I'm not... There's no sponsorship. There never will be any sponsorship of this podcast. I just want it to be an authentic activity that I do uh, once a week. Um, but one of the things you might want to want to think about, and I actually feel bad now that I didn't. It just popped into my head today. Um, is I find that the content is just is very rich in this book. And in the past, sometimes what I would do is I would just read the book. And um, I think when you read it just in one passing, there's a lot of energy you get from ideas and we underline stuff and we write stuff. But there's also a power in listening to the content and listening to the author read the book to you. So just an idea, put it out there, is... If you go on Audible, what you can do is you can sign up and you actually get the first month is free. And so you go in, you sign up, you got to put in the old credit card and so that you're not char you're not charged when you sign up. But the bonus is that you get one book for free. Okay? So your first month, you can go in, you sign up, and then you get your book, your first Audible, your first audiobook free. And what you can do is you can go and you can download um, our book, Atomic Habits. And I don't know about you, but I'm super busy. But there's times where I'm driving to work, maybe driving to a hockey game with my daughter. And you, what you can do is you can listen to it. And chapter two, I've probably listened to it, you know, uh, well, I've listened to it four times. And every time I've listened to it, I've connected to another idea or a new idea. And so I just wanted to put that out there that, you know, keep doing the reading. The book is awesome. Reading the book and that underline and writing notes, that's an important piece. And in some cases, we're all different types of learners, right? So some people might go, yeah, okay, whatever, Andrew, I'm not into the audiobook stuff, but I love my book. But maybe if you think that it could benefit you to kind of listen to the content again and, you know, kind of maybe over two or three times, 
it can really have a huge benefit in allowing for you to kind of digest the material over the week and then to put it into practice uh, that week. So again, um, you know, let's, let's continue to be uh, kind uh, to each other. And uh, I hope you all have an awesome week. I hope that this chapter two, I think it's a defining moment because it's really where you set the stage, that identity piece. And if we can all get to that level and start to fill our bowls with actions and behaviors that affirm this identity of who we want to be or who we want to become, sky's the limit, baby. So with that being said, um, I always like to finish with never stop learning because life never stops teaching. Have an awesome week, everyone, and uh, we'll get it. All right. Take care.